Hello. Ooh. Welcome to the Run Amok Podcast. To behave or run around in a wild, unruly, out of control manner. Manner. Hello and welcome to episode 49.0. Shout out to Shandon Anderson, who of the Run Amok Podcast, Junction Magazine's customer service podcast offering news, recommendations, and opinions from the world of sports, music, and pop culture. As always, I'm your host, David Stahl, and across from me, via the power of the internet, we got my boy, looking handsome as ever, producer Gary. What's going on, my man? What up, what up? Now, you'll notice, first things first, hair is down today mm-hmm. not tied up not in a hat today it's just out flowing and that's because hey let's not mince words let's not waste time we got a lot of we got a lot of mixed feedback mm-hmm. on our last episode and here's the thing gary now you've seen i think you've seen it more than anyone tied up in a cute cheeky little bun you tell me now you give me the you know that that iconic scene in Gladiator. Yeah. That quivering thumb could go either way. Don't mean to brag, but I got a vein popping out of my wrist. That's my jock. Now, <laughs> this ch- ch- chiseled body of a Greek god. That being said, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the hair. Mm-hmm. Are you pro or are you against? Right now, you're talking. I no <clears throat> tied up. What I'm did we? Okay, I think we should bring it up. One Here's of, the thing. No, I need, to, friends, I need to specify something. Said I, that I look like a 40-year-old living in my mom's basement, which I'm not going to learn. When it's tied up. And then and then she goes, um, <clears throat> but, but I love you, though. Hey, love you, too. Doesn't doesn't really help all that much, though. I'm not going to lie. Still stings just as much. Yeah. No, but I don't obviously. think I've seen it tied up without the hat on. You know what I mean? And nor do you need to. That No. It, <laughs> okay, I'm not going to lie. Is that okay, the only way so, it gets tied up? At the moment, it's not okay. long enough to. It's just got to have a little poop. I don't want it straight back, tied up like super tight. Yeah. yeah. Without the hat. Now here's the thing, and you can tell I'm in passion because we didn't even get into plugging. We'll do it. We're gonna save all the plugging and the telling you to do all the the follows and the subscribes later because this needs to get dealt with immediately. Okay. We were at a social event, and it's a shame because you and I both said. We had no stories coming out of it. And there's really no point of going to socialize with anyone if we're not going to create content out of it. Like we really, the thing is, Gary, we may as well, like at the end of a night, if it's kind of a slow night, we just got to like set fire to something or Or punch somebody, punch someone in the face, like start a story of some sort, who knows where it goes, but like get something going. But one thing that did come out of it is you took, you took my hat off forcibly. Do you remember that Gary? Yeah, I do. And yeah, you very well, swiftly tried to get it back. I swiftly put it back on because in the second that you took it off, you said, oh, you, you look like Mario Batali, who famously, <laughs> famously, A, the two things, what is Mario Batali known for? Crocs. Um, 
Crocs. Yeah. Be okay. Making food. Yeah. Generally. And being a creep, looking creepy, acting creepy, his whole aura is creepiness. You couple that with a comparison to me being a 40-year-old in my mom's basement, we're starting to paint a very similar picture across a few different examples right now, which I don't love. So you can't, you got to imagine it, hat on. We're not going Mario Patali style. Hat on, are you pro or against the hair, Gary? Hat on. I like mm-hmm. the I like the tied up hair. I'm not gonna lie. Right. It's not not bad. Take the hat off though. And oh, it's a whole different ball game. I'm not just ball game. That. Oh, yeah. it's it, it's Batali City, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but sure. un- untied, no hat, solid as well. Let's go. Okay, okay. there we go. Okay, and and that's actually why a lot of people don't know. That's why we started the podcast is for constant validation on my appearance. Uh, the, everything else is just pomp and circumstance. Mm-hmm. This is really what it boils down to. But um, okay, I would like to make just to make a case quickly before we jump into our NBA topics, our vibes and anti vibes. Don't judge a podcaster by its cover, as the old saying goes. Mm-hmm. I think the screen. I think the. I think the screen is deceptively unflattering. I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. It it adds. It adds 15 pounds of hair. That's what they say. It, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a lot. Um, but, but that being said, we just, we, I'd say that both sides of the aisle, since we asked for feedback last podcast, it's very, it's very mixed. There are many people on as the anti side. Yeah. As per usual, many people vehemently against, many people indifferent. Not a lot of people really. <laughs> Not a lot of people for. Not yet. Yeah. yeah. Not a lot of fans. The best forgetting is people are like, ah, oh, whatever. I don't really care. It's dude. fine. <laughs> it's yeah, it's whatever. It's your hair. I don't give a shit. Which is fair. I'll mm-hmm. take that. I'll take that as a positive. Now that is validation. That's all the validation I need. I'm yeah. not needy. I'm not needy. Mm-hmm. Now I ask you every week, Gary, I'm gonna do it again. You want to start? You want to start with basketball, or you want to start with anything else? Because we we got a fun game after basketball. If you choose to go that route. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can, we can do we, whatever you want. You're the producer. Here's the you thing, run the show. The fun game comes before basketball if I choose basketball second, right? Yeah. Or does whatever the fun, fun game not happen? Oh, do I have to you know what? Bas- you know what? You I'm choosing basketball. Oh, shit. Okay. I want okay. a fun game. Ah. The road, the, you're going down the road that you know. Yeah. The familiar road. That's fair. Okay. Creature There's just path. too many unknown variables in the second now, option. Let's start with our positives from this NBA week. Now, Gary, you have established yourself as a Jimmy Butler fan. Mm-hmm. It's a good time to be a Jimmy fan. Now, he didn't have a great game in game five. Now, as yeah. we're recording this, we're they recording did this take the L. They're going for the gentleman's sweep. Now, for those unfamiliar, the gentleman's sweep is you win the first three, you allow the other team to win that fourth, and then you finish them off in game five. Mm-hmm. Very dissimilar to the douchebag sweep which the la lakers may be going for where you let the team get the first win and then you beat them the next four yeah but the milwaukee i didn't think that the miami heat were going to be the gentlemen but they they to an extent allowed milwaukee allowed chris middleton to have that good game Giannis played uh about 10 minutes throughout the game but middleton stepped up they got the win but my vibe is still this Miami Heat team, because again, you drop that game. You just won seven in a row. You're bound. This is not a team that anyone expected to go perfect through the playoffs. Yeah. They're bound to lose at some point. But Jimmy Butler, 40 points in game one, 30 points in game three. This defense, Bam at a bio, should 
yeah, yeah, should be a lock for most improved player, obviously. Earned it. Yeah, this defense is so cohesive. They have three-point shooting and Duncan Robinson and Tyler Harrow. Just such a fun team to watch. But you know why this series is my vibe of the week? Because I'm and I'm gonna ask you to put hit the lock it in button, Gary. I'm and that one we hit, I hit with the whole palm. Yeah. I don't think we've hit this in quite some time, but it's been a while. Lock I in. I, I don't know if I remember how to hit this button, if I'm honest. Well, it's too late. I already hit it, so oh, I hope you shit. found it. Yeah, I found it. It's good. <laughs> okay, just on time, all right? That's perfect. Um, lock in. It actually says lock it in on my keyboard and caps site. Well, it's weird that you didn't kinda, find yeah, it right it's away. It's kind of weird that I didn't find it, but. Yeah, but well, you got it. Yeah. Uh, lock in Giannis Antetokounmpo to the Toronto Raptors. Lock it in. Because hmm. he says he wants to win in Miami or Milwaukee, I should say. That's not happening. The two teams that he's been linked to are the Miami Heat and the Toronto Raptors. Now, if and when Milwaukee loses to Miami, I don't see him going to the team. Now, we're looking way ahead. This is not this year's free agency. This is next year's. However, I don't see him going to the team that potentially beat him the year prior. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, I like That's not a good Toronto move, thought. I don't think. Going to the I team mean, that beat you, you got to get revenge. Kevin Durant did it. <laughs> Uh, it's yeah. happened no, before, it definitely has happened, but, but I don't think it's the move. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that being said, this series, just seeing the Heat put the Milwaukee Bucks into a body bag has been surprisingly delightful to watch such a blowout series be mm-hmm. so pleasant. Now, do you want to go a, l- a little... Do you want to go negative next for the NBA? Let's go Let's go negative. Let's go negative. We'll end off on some, some positives. Yeah. So, a quick little negative. Coach Bud playing Giannis and Middleton less than 40 minutes per game, though. Have you noticed this? He's a big I thing. haven't noticed this because I'm not, like, the biggest biggest NBA fan. But it's a huge that thing. That seems like not to play. So, obviously, for those uninitiated, 48 minutes in a basketball game. Normally, in a close playoff series, you're honestly, you're playing your stars 45, 44 maybe 46 minutes like that's these, like pushing it though yeah of course but you got to be playing your players over 40 minutes per game particularly mm-hmm. when you're down 2-0 or even 1-0 it's like okay this is our mvp these are our two all-stars we gotta have them out there like Giannis is 25 years old yeah and he's playing 37 minutes a game 38 minutes a game crazy i know he's now injured but game mm-hmm. one game two game three and bud's saying oh man we're already pushing them at 35 minutes a game man then <laughs> what are you playing for what are you saving them for it's not a regular season game it's not like he's saying in the game 50 like oh we got to rest him what the fuck are you resting them for he's if saving them for game seven that's it yeah we're it's going there for- for next year, we we were the number one seed. We got the MVP, but we knew this year wasn't our year. We're, we're <laughs> uh, man, we're we're building. Up. This is really a practice year, and we're gonna run it back next year. What are you warming up for? I don't get it. Uh, at this point, I mean, you may as well rest him because you gave the series away. I get Giannis is injured, but before in Game Three, when you're down two zero and you choose to not play them, that's okay. Recognize that what you're doing is saying we are giving up this series. We give mm-hmm. up. When mm-hmm. you play them that little minutes, you are, are saying, okay, we don't think we can beat this team, which is fine, but that's what you're doing. And I mean, Coach maybe Bud, they know something you don't. They just won the last game, David. 
He, they did. Yeah, maybe they know. Yeah, Giannis, overrated. Sit him yeah. down. Play him 11 minutes per game. Let the rest of the team do He doesn't need to play. That's why we're not NBA coaches. Yeah, they're playing They're playing chess. We're over here playing fucking shoots and ladders. We're not yeah. even playing checkers. Yeah. yeah. This is the thing with Coach Bud, man. Like, he does not know how to adjust to a playoff atmosphere. Great regular season coach, yet he's still going eight, nine, ten guys deep in the playoffs. Shorten the rotation and play your good players the most when you have to win four games not try to win 82 it's a different ball game dude a, mm-hmm. he blows my mind watching him and it's like to put him in the same realm as like a brad stevens or a nick nurse or eric spolcher greg popovich like that's bullshit coach pop or coach bud is a, is a regular season coach and that's fine but holy shit do you think Get- he just thinks this is a regular season like he's like oh we got like However many games left. We just yeah, started. Yeah. We just started. I, I think he's going to have a, a lot of time to think about it because <laughs> he's he's not going to be coaching in a regular season next year. I think they're, this is it. They're going to lose next gone. game, and he's going to be like, wait, what do you mean we're not playing anymore? What do you and, mean and we're the, done? And he's not, yeah, he's not going to be playing next season either. I'll lock, you can, hey, you got the button ready, Gary? I got it ready. Lock in, Coach Bud, you're gone too. He's gone. They're both leaving Miami. One's choosing, or they're both leaving Milwaukee. Giannis is choosing to. Coach Bud is having the, the door open for him, and he's being ushered out. I, w- I would bet my life on it. Mm-hmm. Now, two more quick negatives. Steve Nash got the job as the Brooklyn Nets coach, and most of the internet was very happy for him. Mm-hmm. It, it seemed warranted. It seemed deserved. One of the great leaders uh, in NBA history. The other half of the internet said... That and and look, this is fair. There's a very like let's look at the percentage of NBA players that are black, very high. Now mm-hmm. let's look at the percentage of former NBA players that have become coaches. Very small uh minority are people of color. So okay, there's there's an issue there in terms of the hiring practices of coaches. I understand that. But Steve Nash is not an example of that system being broken. If you want to point a finger and say, uh, look, these white coaches are being given opportunities that the black coaches aren't, uh, and, it, and it's unwarranted, that's a fair argument to make. But Steve mm-hmm. Nash is, uh, first of all, if your superstar is Kevin Durant, and he's saying, hey, I worked with Steve Nash for five years with the Warriors as a player development coach, I want him as my coach. You say, okay, fuck yeah, Kevin Durant. You get to choose who your coach is because you're one of the best players in the world. I would guess that that's probably a big piece of the puzzle. Also, again, like I said, he had five years of experience with the Warriors. He also was one of the greatest on-court leaders of all time, not just in terms of how he ran the team, but how he communicated why he was running it a certain way. Mm -hmm. This is a warranted job. I think it's going to be a great fit. I think this this makes the team... It gives them a whole new dynamic. It makes them entirely more dangerous. And so my my vibe is Steve Nash getting the job. My anti-vibe is any of the controversy that stemmed from that hiring. You know what I mean, Gary? Like mm-hmm. he, oh, I know what you mean. He's the guy for this job. And and there is a case to be made for player or former players being overlooked, but not with this particular hiring. Any other one. Just not almost any other one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is like the consummate coach to put with two superstars for sure. You look Mm -hmm. around the league, you say like these five white coaches had a, had a bullshit resume and they just got handed the job that happens with general managers all the time too. 
Yeah. And you look at the percentage of uh, black general managers in the league, even smaller than than the coaches. So, yeah, there is issues there, but not mm-hmm. with the Steve Nash hiring. I couldn't be more excited to watch the Nets next season. Now, I've got a fun little anti-vibe for you before we jump into a positive. Reggie Miller, who I who I like on the broadcast, but is a uh, a generally controversial. I don't know. He he likes to chat. He did as a player. He mm-hmm. obviously does as a commentator too. He likes to throw out some remarks. Now he had a little bit of a bone to pick with how the NBA is choosing to officiate its three point shooters, saying they're getting a lot of calls. You can't close out on them the way you were able to uh, in the nineties. You hear this all the time from former players, particularly 90s players, saying, I would average blank amount of points if I didn't have to be hand-checked all the time. Yeah. Now, Reggie Miller, who has a career average of about 21 points per game, do you want to guess how many points per game he thought he would average? Gary, give me a guess. 36. 45 points per game. Average. Keep in mind, James Harden, one of the greatest scorers of all time. Yeah. And one of the greatest scoring seasons of all time, averaged 35 per season. Now, yeah. Reggie Miller, who who I'm not even going to go through the skills that he lacked compared to Harden, says he could average 10 more points on top of that. Pretty much around the same average as Wilt Chamberlain's greatest season ever when he was playing against plumbers and owners of laundromats. Yeah. Reggie Miller, let's chill out. Now, Clay Thompson, who he plays almost exactly like, has averaged about 25 points per game. Yeah. That's where I think Reggie Miller is going to be chilling at. Had he played in today's game, you'd hit about two more baskets per game, maybe 26, 27 points per game. Yeah. Dude. And it wasn't even like off the cuff. It sounded like, okay, I've got this teed up. 45 has been in my brain for a couple <laughs> weeks now. I'm going to let it fly. Maybe he thought, hey, this will just soar under the radar. But as soon as I heard it, yeah, you know, I went right on my notes app. I clicked <laughs> anti-vibes, NBA, subtitle, Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller, 45 points per game. And <laughs> I have a little stylus in my hand. That's why I'm going like that. I was yeah. writing it on my phone screen. On my iPhone 6. Uh, uh, wait, sorry. What did you say, Gary? Sorry, no, I think you might, no, I think you might be mistaken because I have the newer iPhone. It's the oh, newest the one, one that comes demo. with the stylus. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. a de- yeah it, it has a stylus. They put the home button. I'll get it back out for you. They put the home button back on there. Mm. Uh, they have all the all the, all the things that you loved. The headphone um, jack's back. iPhone jack's back. So, you, yeah, our listeners won't see that for a few. I think, what did Tim say? Tim Cook. Um, mm-hmm. I think he said... Eight to twelve, eight to twelve months, eight to twelve months. So mm. I'm really not even supposed to. If you wouldn't mind, hopefully we remember to blur that out because yeah. I'm really not even supposed to be talking about it right now. But you did kind of, you did, you did trigger me uh, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, well, it's, I just want people to know, like podcast money, a few, podcast money, new phone, gr- thick head of hair, but yeah. less than it looks like on camera. Yeah. So those are the three things I want people to really take away from this episode. Now. I know you're a big James Harden guy as well, Gary. Mm-hmm. We share that love. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about his teammate, his his six five teammate, who's playing center against one of the greatest big men we have in the league, Anthony Davis? How do you feel against PJ Tucker? You a big PJ guy? I'm not a. I'm I'm indifferent on PJ. You're indif- so let me tell. I don't know. I don't know enough about PJ. Okay, so let me tell you and maybe some other people about PJ Tucker. First of mm-hmm. all, kind of gets. He's an integral player on the Rockets. He, he plays, again, center for them, an incredibly undersized 
yeah. uh, height. 6'5", most centers, obviously above seven foot. Anthony we, Taylor. We did, we did talk about him a while ago, right? This yes. is when they, they gave up their – they essentially gave up their center position. And, and I didn't have a lot of faith. Because he's six foot four. <laughs> but holy shit, this guy – yeah, I like when you watch it, he is so fun to watch because he is just a brick wall. He's like a fire hydrant. Like, if you ram a car into that, it's not winning that battle. Like, that mm-hmm. fire hydrant is not budging. He's so deeply rooted. There's this hilarious clip of LeBron trying to back him down, and you just can't. The man is just a th- like thick with maybe eight or nine C's. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that that's how that's how thick this man is maybe that's the new center position it's just a <laughs> thick ass boy you know what i'm I don't, saying i don't think so i don't think so but <laughs> but we'll see i mean the man he's changing the and he's obviously uh he used to be a really integral part of their three-point shooting less so now just because he's getting beaten up inside like he's yeah. barely able to give anything on offense understandably but he i wanted to ask you so it, just for your own sake, pull up a picture of PJ Tucker. Maybe we'll have one right in the corner too. Right. And I want to ask you if you think, and I want Carson here too, because I, I think he would be able to give a really good, fortunately Carson's unavailable and, uh, and Caleb is actually, ah, I don't know if we want to, <laughs> he's okay. I think it's, I think we have a responsibility to say that he is at the moment pranking a children's hospital now i don't know what that means i don't know how like what the extent of the prank is i know it involves paintballs and i know it involves a children's hospital so he's not able to come on the podcast carson's also busy so we can't ask them but let's say i have a six foot head start okay six foot head start yeah do you think that I like if I had a six foot little running start and I just checked into him. Do you think nope. I could move PJ Tucker an inch? No, you don't think so. No, and 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 I thought I actually put more thought in this than I should have, and I agree. I think I you might th- actually move forward if you ran into him. You know, and do you do you want to know honestly what I think the the result would be? If What's I that? ran six feet, sprinted, and tried to move him an inch, I think I would break my collarbone. I think you I die. I think you I might. Think I would. I would definitely, honestly, break something. Yeah. And I know that Caleb would agree with that and say that he would be able to. It would be that one of those things. He's like, like just kind of like sauntering down, and you're running at him from behind, and you're you're kind of cheap shotting him, you know, and yeah. you hit him, and he doesn't even. He like turns around, like he felt something, like. Yeah, yeah, at least three against his back. He's like, what, yeah. what was that? And you're just dead yeah. on the ground behind him. Trumpled up, yeah. yeah. Man, and I was honestly thinking, like, I'm picturing it like he's ready. He's able to be in, like, a post-up position. Oh, like, if he's, he's posted ready. up, you're just, yeah, no. Yeah, then I might, like, just combust. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, so, I mean, PJ Tucker, shout, a shout-out to him. So, let's run through the series right now as of, like, look, there's a lot of they're playing every other day. It's tough to keep people up to date on a weekly podcast, but we got the Lakers Rockets tied up one game to one. We got Miami leading the Bucks three games to one, and we have the Celtics beating the Raps, which I don't even really want to talk about, dude. Like Celtics beating the Raps three games to two is a blowout last night. What's there to even talk about? The Celtics looked a million times better. I told you before the podcast, I went all the way to the other side of the city to watch the game with a friend. The game was over within the first five minutes. Neither yeah. one of us were having a good time. I was just sitting there thinking like, I want to just fucking go home right now. Yeah. But I, I just, I just drove half an hour to get here to watch. Yeah. I, was, I was watching the game at work and, uh, 
one of the bartenders is a big Raptors fan. Yeah. And he wasn't even watching. He was watching the Blue Jays game. That's what we had. We had on the other TV right <laughs> yeah. above it. We had the Blue Jays game. It's like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. This guy, if you, the Celtics don't make enough mistakes. Yeah. To that's the down, thing. Like I was after the first quarter, I was like, yo, there's still time. And he's like, no, there isn't. Not against the Celtics. Not against the Celtics. They're too good a team to to make a big comeback on, and they they score yeah. too consistently. They they move like crazy. They're, these guys are always fucking moving. Shout out to our boy. Shout out to well, David. We, um. Shout out to our boy David. Share the same name as me. It was his birthday the other day. What up, my boy? Little belated birthday shout out on the pod. That's all he asked for too. He said <laughs> all I want is a shout out on on any podcast. Yeah. And so we had intern Darren. Send the news over to to Joe Joe Rogan, who shares our down our our normal studio when we're in it. And uh, unfortunately, Joe wasn't able to make it happen. So I'm glad we could make David's dreams come true. Mm-hmm. So, Gary, let's jump into. Well, I guess something actually did come from our social event. This I, past I also week. actually thought of something too. That was All right, kind of funny. So. I had our friend come up to me immediately and he goes, I listened to the podcast and I, he did some extensive research on font. Well, okay. That's probably a little bit of a trend. <laughs> he Googled font science. Yeah. There. And all we'll say there is font science. Yeah. There is font science. And I, so I don't even know. I just wrote it down. Do I get credit for discovering it? Maybe. I think so. I th- yeah. I think. To to be academically responsible, I think people have to admit that I was one of the founders of Font Science. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't check the publication dates on any of the Google searches, but I think we have to assume a lot of it stemmed after last week's podcast. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, for sure. Also, I've never um, heard those two words in conjunction in my whole life. So Never, never have I ever. And second one here. When I told you I, I, that I gave that girl a boost and that I assumed – I said this jokingly. I assumed that she was going to like thought that I was just going to fling her up and she would land on the other side. Yeah. Came up to me that night and told me explicitly that's what she thought was going to happen. She didn't even <laughs> listen to the podcast. She goes, David, I woke up the next day with all these bruises all over me. And I was like, what's that from? And then I realized I crumpled to the ground after you tried to boost me. And I just thought, honestly, I wasn't even ready to catch the end of the fence. I thought you were just going to throw me all the way over. (laughs) No, that's exactly what I said you thought. I couldn't believe it. Like, I was joking when I said that. So hilarious that she was like, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, no offense, but David's a tall guy. But I'm a a tall guy. I'm a shiz guy. He's not. Wouldn't say I'm guy. not. Wouldn't say I'm the strongest guy on the block. Maybe no. if we had PJ Tucker there, sure, yeah. that may have been in the cards. Certainly not me. I'm a good. Oh, PJ Tucker was on that boost and her up. She I'm, a notably, I'm a notably good booster. A yeah. notably, I don't know. Pretty experienced booster. Bad vaulter. Yeah. Oh for one on vaults. Yeah. Hopefully now, that stat remains at oh for one. You said that you had some. You wanna you wanna hit us up with a little yeah, update? Yeah, it was just please? a stupid little thing that happened, but <laughs> me and uh me and the the birthday boy actually, because it was someone's birthday that we were celebrating. Avid yep. listener of the pod, so he'll probably probably hear this. But we were we found their like attic in the hallway, like the entrance to their attic. Oh shit. And so I like was lifting him up, like he was trying to get up there. Yeah. And he like pushed it open. And then obviously we couldn't get up there. And we didn't even want to because they would have been definitely 
pissed off if oh, we would they have been? Oh, probably. Regardless, we weren't actually trying to get in that. We were just oh, like, man, I would have been intrigued. I think I would have had to go up oh, there. Oh, you would have been in there. I, I guarantee you. you <laughs> no, you wouldn't have been in there, but you would have convinced someone to get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I wish you were around. Had I been there, you both would have been in there. Yeah, and I would have been below and realized, shit, this is a bad idea. I'm not going to lie. I don't love this boat myself. I would have left. You would have left. You would have biked home. home. Yeah. yeah. All right, go ahead. And, and so what came of it? Nothing? Yeah, no. So everyone's in the kitchen. Like the, all the people that live at the house are just like right beside us in the kitchen. And we're literally two feet to the right, like fucking around with their attic, just doing dumb stuff. And, and so, yeah, so we pushed it open and it wouldn't like close again. So it was just like stuck open. And uh, so we just like walked away, forgot about it. And at the end of the night, all like all the hosts gather around. They're like, "Who the hell opened the attic?" And they're like freaking out. They're like, "I'm like, you guys did not notice us doing this for like ten minutes." Oh, <laughs> dude, I thought you were gonna straight up blame it on me. I'm not gonna lie. I wish I, was not... I wasn't there to blame it on you. That's the thing. Damn. I I had left at this point, and someone yeah. like was snapping me like, "Oh, they're freaking oh, out." Oh, I gotcha. Okay. That's if I hilarious. was there, you would have been. Blamed you think so? Because that was my first thought. Is like Gary definitely, and they would have believed it too. This is yeah. a friend group that would have been like, "Yep." That sounds right up David's yeah. alley. So what, what, I, one of the quotes, though, from one of the people that lived there was, uh, I didn't even know we had an attic, and now I'm scared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you just assume that, that, that mysteries. Yeah, apparently. Man, that's something that that friend group loves. And we love them, but they'll definitely do that. Like, something will happen. They'll be like, like um, someone will drop a board game on the ground and the pieces will go everywhere and it won't have even been me. And they'll be like, Oh my gosh, I would have expected David to do that. But not. It's like, <laughs> I've never done that in my life. I don't even know what you're talking about. It, it, it'll be something um, bad, but always very different. Like maybe someone will, uh, will, will push someone and then that person will knock a glass off. Be like, Oh my gosh, I'm so, I'm shocked. It wasn't David doing that. <laughs> where, where are you getting this info from? Where yeah. are you grabbing this from? Yeah, well, it's probably so because I, I would like to take, um, like I I think I I think I play a part in them blaming you a lot because I like to blame for you sure. for things for, for sure. sure, which is fair, which is yeah. fair. I also do a lot of things. You do do a lot of things, so I think it's just both equal part, like equal parts. You do stuff, but I also blame you for stuff. You're giving you're you're giving me fifty percent when the no, other. No, I'm gonna time give you like ninety nine percent. But whoa, <laughs> yeah, okay, no, I'm just wow. Kidding. Now nah, let's do it to chop it up 50 50. We'll chop it up 50 50. <laughs> now, Gary, a couple months ago, I, I was going to say I'm not proud to say this, but you know what? I stand by the sentiment. We brought up the online baby, the giant baby, the demon the, the, baby, the, the, the demon baby, if you will. The baby that was so big, it looked as though it was perhaps another species, perhaps something from a James Cameron science fiction film. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? If Just you charge that thing at six feet, you'd probably die as well. Now, I would actually argue that that thing may be as good a post-up defender as PJ Tucker. Yeah. Do I feel bad that we keep referring to this baby as that thing? No, I no. don't. Because it feels warranted. Now, it has a rival on the internet. Really? Is it a another giant a, baby? A new baby has entered the fray. Not giant, but a giant piece of shit no you know what <laughs> that, like, a, a giant pain in the ass if you will mm, okay. now this baby has its own cooking show oh I, i've seen this i think 
The one where he keeps like grabbing the this baby like, to, yo ass is grabbing everything. First of all, no one has okay. So basically, it's I saw two videos: one with the mom, one with the grandma. They're both trying to bake with this toddler. Yeah. And every time they grab something, the baby will just like feverishly grab it and try to shove it in its mouth. Like yeah. it'll be like a stick of butter with the wrapper still on. And yeah. as it's going into the bowl, what up? What up, David? One more B-Day shout out for my boy. For all the listeners at home, uh, he's an average size dude. And it was his birthday <laughs> earlier in the week. So yeah. let that let me paint the picture. So he's one year older than you might be picturing him. He's real excited. So he might walk by a couple more times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he has a real thirst for the spotlight. <laughs> yeah. Man, and this baby just cannot stop shoving this butter in his face, this mm-hmm. sugar, anything that's supposed to go in the bowl, feverishly shoving them in there. And what I love about videos like this is that people on the internet, everyone's freaking out. Everybody's a fucking expert. So some yeah. people are like, I hate this baby. This is why I don't want kids. Uh, what a brat. Uh, also, his parents are just laughing or his grandma and his mom are laughing. They're encouraging it. And then the yeah. other half of people are like, I study children part time, um, not professionally, but just amateurly. Yeah, and I have time. to say, this child is most definitely on the spectrum. His impulsiveness, his lack of listening skills. Like, okay, maybe. Counterpoint, he's also fucking one years old and you're giving him tasks to do. Mm-hmm. He is not like... This is just a brat of a bit. And every time we do it, does something bad. People are laughing their asses off. Mm-hmm. He's getting a reaction. Now, what are your thoughts on this baby? You like him? You hate him? Is he um, more of a threat to society than the giant baby? Is what the crux of my question is. Uh, no, because the demon baby will be the end of the world as we know it. By, I think by, so. the, time, I think... by the time he hits like four or five. You know the four be... horsemen of the apocalypse? Yeah. That giant baby ate all four horsemen. Yeah, he is now all four. Yeah. But I'm kind of indifferent on it. You know, like, it could just be an on-camera thing. Like, he's just like, oh, it's it's showtime. I think I'm he's probably eat, a brat. Eat every- oh, he's definitely a brat. I mean, like, I don't think he's like, oh, camera's on. This is what the people love. I think he's like, hey, if I do anything bad ever, my parents laugh. That's the thing, though. There's so much debate, and there's so much, like, that we don't know. And there's so much, like, it's just like, we can't have, it's not our thing fight to fight you know what i'm saying toddlers are kind of just look i i people are gonna maybe the be terrible up twos, like they all suck, this, man. this toddler a piece of shit look all toddlers are, are mostly pieces of shit they're, they're just mm-hmm. they're selfish they have no idea of like responsibility or tasks that's to be expected and you're yeah. putting this baby on camera like they clearly want this baby to act up but for yeah. anyone to expect him to act differently is nuts He's mm-hmm. supposed to be just pooping himself and playing with Thomas the Train Engine. Those are his only jobs. Yeah, but he, dude, it, I, I was critiquing the parents for laughing because I wouldn't put my child in that situation. Mm-hmm. But dude, every time he grabbed that fucking butter and just ate it, I was dying. He's like, like shoving it. Like, like, it could, it can't, that can't taste that good, especially in in large. Here's quarters. a big, bigger piece of debate, maybe. Maybe yeah. they're starving this kid. <laughs> He's just like maybe finally maybe. seeing food for the first time. Or maybe that was the giant baby six months before. You know maybe. what I mean? And then he yeah. just ate butter for a year. Went and bald, sudden, and now he's, he's a demon. Tucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went bald. Yeah, that's a rare <laughs> side effect of too much butter. Yeah. Now, <laughs> man. So this is. I want to bring this up too, as as my my vibe. First of all, maybe I'll bring in a music vibe here real quick. 
Does that work for you, Gary? Well, that works for me. All right, beauty. So sometimes I like to give people a little bit of a glance into what's coming up in the September issue, the final issue of Junction Magazine. I'd like to look ahead to the next issue and give the podcast listeners, the junkheads, a little sneak peek into what's coming. So mm-hmm. uh, I believe we talked about Nila for Yanya before the July issue came out. Then we talked about Rita Mushanga after the yeah. August issue came out. And now we're talking about John Vincent III before the September issue. Now, are you familiar with John Vincent? I've heard a little bit of his stuff. I'm not like super fan or anything, but I have heard. I've quickly turned into a super fan. Now, I loved his hits, Mm -hmm. um, and and his hits have a ton of listens on Spotify, but it's one of those artists where the hits have a ton of listens, and and then then everything else is just zero. Have none. But the thing is, the albums are so complete so what he is if you're not familiar he is a folk indie singer based in los angeles but it's all really his vocals are so strong it has some of his songs are even acapella like his one song waves this beautiful acapella that's just backed by like echoes of his own vocals kind of like played back any Um, song named waves is a good song automatically i've never heard a bad song named that's so true oh man what a great that's actually the perfect theory. Yeah. There is no bad song named Waves. Nope. And that's a fact. That and you can't fact. deny that. So, and his stuff, like, even similar to, like, the notion of Waves, it's, like, really nature-themed, which I always kind of like for, for folksy music, especially mm-hmm. since it's so kind of, like, raw already. It kind of fits in with the, the content kind of mirrors the uh way in which it's made oh man just check him out i promise you i don't know like i mean if you don't like folk he's just so universally good i don't know how people couldn't enjoy at least i guarantee if you listen to him you can find at least 10 songs that you really like and i mean Mm -hmm. that's valuable to your playlist right there. that's a lot of songs by one artist and that's a guarantee too and if you can't find them i've gone through i got a list of 10 for you or wait for my top five in this month's featured section of juncture magazine now before we head off gary mm-hmm. i want to talk about a big victory a big victory for the podcast yeah so i don't know if people know but this podcast had a rival podcast for a long time and we're not going to say the name but the thing should, should we talk about this gary we'll leave names out yeah I leave names out for sure yeah 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 i just think i think this is a big win for us mm-hmm. and so we had a podcast, we had a friend's, a mutual friend had a, po- a podcast that they knew of that was starting up at the exact same time as ours. And, and I'm not going to lie, she was throwing a little bit of shade our way. She was saying like, I don't know, theirs is going to be really good. They're putting a ton of thought into theirs, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. They don't talk about how they don't know the difference between Julianne Moore and Demi Moore, which was a bit, which was a pillar of our podcast that early was on. A- that might have been the pillar of our. That's might still might be the pillar of our podcast. It's what a lot of this is based off. Yeah, the but one, one and only pillar. That being said, look, we said okay, we're gonna fight through this initial adversity and we're gonna beat this fucking podcast. It was a fitness podcast, very positive vibes, and it's important to note that they had no idea who we were. So it was a rivalry <laughs> in which they had no idea how yeah. much we despised their podcast. Mm-hmm. And it was very wholesome health and fitness podcast. And and look, 
How long has it been, Gary? Eight months? It's been a while. And Guess I who's still we, standing? I think we are. I, we we, we might not. not be, though. That's the thing, you know? You never well, know. This come on in the, the eyes, of, in the eyes of the people, it's uh, that's all that matters. We could Inter- just... Intern Darren, if he gets hold of like a labor board or if he, if he gets hold of like a union rep, yeah, or we're going down, then we're quick. done. And that's yeah. a fact. Like, if, if internet, yeah, if he or even if he ends up finding a way to contact his family, like this could come down <laughs> crashing down very, very quickly. Yeah, but not only is this, but Caleb could get canceled pretty so quickly. Joy. Caleb could get canceled for pranking children's hospitals. I don't know why it brought me so much joy that not only is the podcast dead, but the yeah, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> but the two podcasters are also dead, and that's how the podcast ended. No, no, no. <laughs> they just, no, apparently the two people who did it aren't friends anymore. And uh, and I don't know why, but I thought, you know what? That's the nail in the coffin. We need it to get the edge. Because if they just lost interest, they could find interest again and start back up. Mm-hmm. This is the only way to secure victory. So I've always said that the greatest wars to win are the ones that your opponents don't even know they're in. The you know ones what I mean? that you never fought. The ones that you never had to fight. Yeah. yeah. And those are my, yeah, th- those are my favorite to win. Because again, I've very privileged life. I don't like meeting a lot of resistance. I pr- pretty much the greatest form of oppression I've ever faced is being told that my hair didn't look great. I'm not going to lie. Still it strong, yeah. but it's, it's not a lot of resistance to make things come crashing down. So I'm glad that our, uh, our, our only rival really now that was, that was our only obstacle on the way to podcast supremacy. Mm-hmm. Would you say that you live a frictionless life? That. I'd say I live a, a frictionless life. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Deterred by really undeterred by friction, generally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Especially kind of sliding along the ground, sliding along, doing my thing, yeah. and uh, and just putting out pods. Now, oh God, I forgot. I Gary, I almost forgot about the game I have for you today. Okay. Now, oh, I forgot final, about the game too. You distracted me with all this PJ Tucker talk. In my final anti vibe, I had. So the Kentucky Derby happened this week. And yep. my first thought when I saw that was naturally, who gives a shit about the Kentucky Derby? Right? Can hey, you can you agree with my that? My family game? is big on horse racing. So that's are they are, so are they betting on them? Uh no, my grandpa actually used to own he had a horse that like raced, and my uncle bought a horse a couple of years ago, I think. And what do you happen to know their names? The names of the horses, I don't yeah. off the top of my head. No, the names of your uncle and grandpa. I do. <laughs> you know that? Okay. I do know okay. their names. Just checking, just making sure. So that's what intrigued. So first I thought, fuck the Kentucky Derby. I don't care about horses. The jockeys are super short. It's not the sport for me. Mm-hmm. Then I saw the lineup of horses and I thought, this is the greatest sport of all time because the names, the names are amazing. Always. Are amazing. Yeah. And so it got me down a rabbit hole. And this is something that normally happens to me when I, when I find something a little interesting, I like to dive down that rabbit hole. Okay. So well, I, before you get in this rabbit hole, yeah. if, if a sport like this took itself seriously and they weren't naming their horses, silly names, it would be the worst thing of all time. It would be the, it would be far worse for yeah. sure. I could but be the fact that they're not taking them it, seriously. But... And it's just like, an excuse for rich people to get drunk. That's, yes, and wear funny hats. And wear funny hats. Which yeah. I, those are the two things that I, I am, yeah. in, I am in favor of is wearing funny hats, getting drunk, and being rich. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty much the only three things that I have on my bucket list for life. Yeah. But that being said, to celebrate the Kentucky Derby, 
I want to play a game with you, Gary. I went down and went through the winners of said Kentucky Derby from the last 100 years. Okay. And I have a number of names here. And mm -hmm. what you're going to do is you're going to guess which ones are real and which ones are fake, which okay. ones I have made up from my own imagination. Are you ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's, let's Okay. And we're, I'm going to count out your score, and we're going to see how well you, you can do. Yeah. All right. American Pharaoh, real or fake? Real. Real. Correct. Yeah. Now, Boy Next Door, real or fake? Real. Fake. Ah, oh, damn. Made that up. I, I figured you could have made that one up, but. Prince of Polynesia. Real. Fake. Boom. Fake. Damn it. Smarty Jones. Real. Real. 2004 winner, baby. Yeah. Bangers and Mash. Real. Fake, baby. Let's really? go. Damn it. Now, here's a good one. Here's a good one for you. Thunder Gulch. Real. You didn't think of that. <laughs> That's real. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> that is, but it's real. You got it, baby. Um, all right. Tommy Gun. Real. Fake. I it's knew I'd get you with saying that them. It's the way you're saying them. Because you're like saying it like you don't know what Lunch it is. meat. Lunch meat. <laughs> you could have said that one. <laughs> I've said real for everyone, but I don't want to switch it up. Oh, this is tough. Lunch meat. Lunch real. Meat. Real. Real. <laughs> Lunch meat. Come on. No, Lunch meat is fucking fake. Damn it. Lunch meat? Could you imagine naming an animal are lunch you, meat? Are you kidding me? Have you seen some of these names? <laughs> Assault. <laughs> okay. Fake. That's real. <laughs> 1946 winner. Assault. Oh, wait, oh, this goes all I forgot this goes back a hundred years. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We get we get interesting the further we go down. Oh wow. Clyde Clyde Van Dusen. <laughs> fake. That's 1929 winner right there, baby. <laughs> Lieutenant sounds... Lieutenant Gibson. Real. That's real right there. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I just not to be disrespectful to the troops, I feel like that might be stolen valor. Assault. Can't, did that did There's that no yeah. way that's real? Assault. Assault is real. You can Google that. You can Google that. The, the what, what was that? 1946. That was right after, you know, you're coming off a war. People were really enamored with violence. <laughs> Assault. Assault. I, I hope that both of those horses served at some point, both yeah. Lieutenant Gibson and last one here, Girdle. Real. That's fake, baby. Yeah. All right, let's count up your score. One, two, really bad. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and you got one, two, dude. You got three right. That's You're rocking on twenty-five percent score right there. I didn't even know you knew half these words, to be honest. Lunch what? meat? You know what lunch meat is? Lunch meat? Do, do I know what lunch meat is? Yeah. That's in a general That's threat. the most surprising thing to me. Assault just <laughs> shocks that's, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I And I tested this out with a few people. Yeah. Nobody thought assault was real. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Nobody got assault right. You're the only one who thought lunch meat would be a real name for uh, an animal. That is uh, devastating. They were just you know? getting so ridiculous. You never They're know. They're crazy. You know what? Maybe I'll come back with this next week with some non-winners, and we'll yeah. see if we can improve the score. Yeah. You down, down with that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I thought, like, look, I thought I thought you'd do better, and that's okay. I, th I thought I'd do better, too, but, like. It's tough. It's a tough game. It's tough. All right. That's how we'll close out episode 49.0. Get ready for episode 50. We're going to have something special for our 50th episode of the podcast. 
guys, get ready for the 12th and final issue of Juncture Magazine coming out on September 26th. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Get ready for Gossip Boys, Episode 7, our seventh episode of our Gossip Girl Recap Podcast coming out this Saturday on the same podcast feed you already know and love. Thank you guys so much for listening. Gary, remember, lunch me. Peace.